Greetings, hello, and welcome everybody to another episode of Cosmic Crit. My name is Tyler, I play Nikithi, and I'm very excited to get to introduce this episode to you, mainly because I have two things to proclaim. Thing number one is our May Fan Challenge is live. It has been for a while, and it's Monster Mayhem. So you get to create your own monster, come up with whatever you want, come up with something totally original, or take two things that shouldn't go together, like macaroni and cheese and dragons, and slam them together. A mac and dragon. Somebody make that. I've given you a great idea. This is perfect. Please pursue. It's a chance to really flex your creative alien monster builder you know, dreams and come up with something that will appear on the show and that will be shown off to all the rest of the Critter Manderers. So go wild. You can submit as many times as you like or as many different monsters as you like. And we don't know for sure yet, but this one might, we might extend this out to be a two month challenge because it is uh, complicated, especially if you plan on making a stat block for your creature. But I do, I wanna encourage everybody to go all in on this and really come up with something that is going to make all the players fleam in their drawers. I cannot wait to see what everybody comes up with. Very excited, very cool, very fun. Second thing I get to proclaim to you is that I'm going to be at PaizoCon 2019, which I cannot wait for. There are so many cool things I, that are going to be, uh, you know, part of the PaizoCon event. There are so many people I can't wait to meet, and uh, hopefully, some of those cool people that I get to meet are some of the fans. So, if you're gonna be there, uh, hit me up in the Discord. Uh, tell me, tell me what you're gonna. If you want to get together, or if somebody wants to organize a meetup, that would be fun too. Otherwise, I'll just be bouncing around. Some of the things I'm really looking forward to would are the uh, solving puzzle seminar that's taking place on Friday at 4 p.m. There are Starfinder designing and concepting aliens and adventure design workshops going on Saturday that I think I'm going to take part of. There's also diversity in gaming seminars and just open gaming with the staff on Sunday and Monday, Monday respectfully. All things that I'm going to try and take part in as well as just wandering around and just getting to you know talk Starfinder and Pathfinder with a bunch of other like-minded people. I think it's really going to be a blast and you know I would love to share this event with as many people as possible especially if you are you know a part of the Discord or you're a fan of the show. So if you're there Look for me, give me a shout out, we'd love to hang out. And lastly, I know this is probably coming out after Mother's Day, but I can't help it seeing that it is the month that, you know, Mother's Day is in. I can't help but giving a shout out to my mom. Thanks, mom. I love you. And, you know, without you, I don't think I'd ever be able to participate in this awesome community and, and you know, get to make something that everybody gets to enjoy. So I love you. Thank you. But that's all I have right now, guys. I appreciate you taking the time to listen to my intro. But without further ado, I would like to introduce you to the episode. Because it's episode 84, Technomancing with Myself. Episode commencing in 3, 2, 1. Episode initiated. This one goes out to the PC I loved. This one goes out to the players left behind. Consider crits and me critting you as GM. This one goes out to all the PCs that I crit. Fire! I am your symbiotic, patriotic, slam butt neck right 
right. And my name is Patrick. I'm your GM, your guide man on the moon to the great beyond. Welcome back to another episode of Cosmic Crit. Joining me down by the Cuyahoga River to stand in traffic and sing about my feelings are my five friends and the shiniest happy people that I know. Your players, welcome everybody to my right. That's him in the corner and his drone in the spotlight, losing HP and SP. It's Tyler playing Akithi. Happy to be here, Patrick. Thanks for having me. To his right, when your day is night alone, hold on, because you know that you're standing next to a tiefling. It's Rebecca rocking Talara. It's good to be here. Across the digital table, what's your frequency, Winneth? Is your bear uplifted? Uh-huh. It's Miles with a win. <laughs> Good evening. To his right, if wishes were as lanty, those as lanty would be falling. Critted by a goblin, Bumfuzzle comes a-calling. I stand with Jabert bringing Bumfuzzle. Hey, Patrick, how are you? I'm doing well. Finally, to my left, he's the eye of a hurricane. Listen to your self-churn world something something. Uh, Leonard Bernstein, it's true, running with cats. Patrick, you mm-hmm. look like a bona fide sludge sickle man. <laughs> uh, <laughs> welcome back to the show, everyone. Episode 84 coming at you. Good to be here. It's uh, it's been been a little bit of been a little bit of time for us. I know the, for the listeners, it's only been a week, but been, <laughs> yeah, we, busy we, folk. We take time off every once in a while, celebrate things. Uh, tonight, t- t- technically tonight is uh, someone's anniversary. Happy anniversary, Jabert. Oh, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Is it okay that you're here right now? <laughs> uh, yeah, no, it's cool. We we uh, we watched half of Thor Ragnarok and ate half of a calzone so it's all good <laughs> that sounds like half of an evening you know, you know jabert one of the first podcasts i ever recorded in my long post podcasting career was on uh mine and rebecca's anniversary so uh huh. yeah and, and it seems to have worked out okay for you guys so far I so it's fine i'm, I'm sure she'll forget <laughs> classic um well uh we've we've had a a pretty pretty busy month uh, I know we've got what is it's probably May when this comes out. So all kinds of a uh, new challenge going on. Can you Insert- guys believe what happened in that Avengers movie? I mean, come on. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, the- God, I can't believe it. This year is flying by. That's crazy. And, and what about that Game of Thrones ending? I oh, can't believe man. it. it- <laughs> It was the dragons all along. The dragons yeah. were the bad guys. <laughs> uh, who who would have thought dragons are evil? I'm just really glad to see that uh, uh, Peter Dinklage ended up on the Iron Throne. Not <laughs> not Tyrion. Peter Dinklage <laughs> breaks character completely. Right? Yeah. Like, give me my agent. I will not read the rest of these lines. <laughs> right. It, do, it did make look, me. King. I mean, he was wearing a t-shirt while he was sitting up there, which I feel like is a little, you know. <laughs> you know, like a change of clothes or, would be nice. Or it could be like yeah, the the life of um, uh, Monty Python, the Holy Grail kind of ending, where he just kind of breaks down the whole thing, <laughs> fades away. I saw someone's suggestion that uh, the last three episodes they should just replace Peter Dinklage with uh, what's his name, D- Danny DeVito, and and like not mention <laughs> it at all, not, like reference what? It. And uh, and and <laughs> how that goes. <laughs> I think that would be so dumb. <laughs> that would be great. No, it would not. I would love it. That'd be the funniest thing ever. It if only, if only for funny. watching Twitter, it would be the best thing. <laughs> yeah, but none of the actors are allowed to acknowledge the change. And just right. like, what are you talking about? 
<clears throat> anyway, uh, beyond fake spoilers, uh, maybe we should get into real spoilers uh, as far as spoiling what happened last time on Cosmic Crit. You guys ready? Post spoilers. Yeah, yeah po- post pre spoilers. What happened last time on Cosmic Crit? Grateful to the crew for saving Jellic from the executioners, he and Ibretta shared the story of their child, who joined the stewards and fell prey to a pirate attack. Having been captured by pirates herself as a youngster, Talara found their tale upsetting. Time was of the essence to save Sedona, so the crew decides to, to go through the front door, ignoring the quieter side entrance. Finding the main control room to be too tight a squeeze, Win opts to remain outside the center as a guard. Upon entering the garrison, the team is met by two guards. We tried to take them out fast, but they were able to sound the alarm before they were defeated. Now the whole garrison knows we're here. Stealth be damned. And in the gloom of the communications station, there lurks a new foe. A voice we have not heard in several days. It's Captain What's-His-Face. <laughs> <laughs> From episode, like, 78. I don't remember. Yeah, you remember that, like, two months ago, I guess? I don't remember. <laughs> and I did that thing. That character's name either, or if I gave him a name. Uh, but yeah, you guys uh, decided enough was enough. It was time after beating down the defenses of the Aslanti occupation force of Madelon's Landing to storm the garrison. Going through the front doors. Very, very interesting. Let's see if it pays off. It's a bold strategy, Cotton. Oh, <laughs> Uh, so, yeah, you made your way into the Atlantic Garrison and into what you're pretty sure is the control center. Before you all, as you open this door, you see a, a small circular room is dimly lit here with computer screens uh, kind of giving a faint glow um, to, to the nearby equipment. There is a, a lot of delicate looking kind of tech hanging from the ceiling here uh, on like the circular tread and in the center of the room floats a holographic display of the planet of Nakondas. Uh, oh, also there are two figures in the room and you see lights pop up on, on pistols, the electrical glow, the humming of tackle ashes. It's initiative roll time. Uh. <laughs> We're in fight mood, fight or flight mood. You guys uh, can see these figures, like I said, is dimly lit, so there will be a little bit of a mischance for those of you that can't see here. They they, they, they look like they're ready, obviously, <laughs> with the, <laughs> the alarm going off. Uh, we rolled initiative before we, we started here tonight, and uh, obviously the most tactical of, of this party <laughs> uh, when finally, <laughs> Miles, you've rolled a natural 20 on your initiative. You're yeah. at the top of the order. <laughs> I'll stand outside and be guard. <laughs> Roll. <laughs> I mean, you can move into this room if you want. It, it will require some squeezing through this this small five foot door. I, I can just imagine like me trying to get through and like you know asking to you know, hold, hold on one, one second, one second. <laughs> pardon, pardon. <laughs> Big bear butt coming through. <laughs> Excuse me. Um, if you want, you can move to get an angle on on one of the the two figures. If you want to do something like take a shot, or do you get them, whatever you want to do. Um, would going through the main control center entrance be considered difficult terrain? Is that how we would? 
judge it or do I have to roll for like yeah squeezing it, it will reduce your AC while you're moving through there it it also is like difficult terrain so basically moving through there will will take twice the amount of movement but you can get into the room if you want you're you're only about five feet away from the door right now so let's okay. keep in mind the size of the room though it's pretty small it's about um what 30 uh, foot around 30 foot down I'm like 10 foot around <laughs> yeah um mm. well if i pop front of the closest guy that leaves room because we only have two other melee um so i'm gonna i'm gonna go to the guard that's on the bottom here Mm -hmm. uh, on the bottom of the south end of the west control console right Uh, so despite not uh, rolling (laughs) or not not having these guys in in combat yet they were they were here ready and waiting for you this one with the tack lash as you move in is going to get an attack of opportunity which I'm very excited about doing the first combat roll I take it back (laughs) swish uh, let's see, a nine on the dice. What is your KAC? Uh, my KAC is 13. Okay, so that is going to be a hit. It uh, scores you right across the cheek, perhaps, as uh, he's kind of like, he's got it ready at his side, and as you move in, just whips it right across your face. Uh, this is non-lethal damage, but it is potentially a lot. Let's see here. Max damage, so this is nine points of non-lethal slashing damage. How's wind doing? Oh, uh, fine. Okay. All right, great. Well, uh, go ahead and uh, you can take a standard action now if you'd like. I am going to use my junk sensor. Uh, hmm. Oh. Oh. Oh, no. oh, no. Yeah. Right. So a natural one has been rolled already. Uh, Miles, you still have your reroll? Yes, I do, and I'm going to use it. Oh my goodness, you guys! Ow! You're, you're getting rid of these ones. You know, this isn't the end of the book yet, right? Yeah, but also, if I roll a natural one with the jump sensor, it breaks. <laughs> That's a good point. That's a pretty awful point. Uh, that is indeed true. So, so far, Kaz, Bumfuzzle, and Win. All using this reroll. Let's go for it. All right. Uh, that is a uh, 20. Oh, much better. 17 on the dice. That is a hit for eight points of damage. Ooh, return Next some damage. Damage. Ouch. Jeez Louise. Okay. You dare strike me? <laughs> <laughs> that was a good reroll. Yeah, yes, I mean, I, 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 I am happy with my choice. Thank you for reminding me of the reroll. <laughs> yeah, no problem. So buddy. far, yeah, only Nikithi and Atalara still with the reroll in this book. I'm very excited about you guys just wasting these before it gets to the hard part. It's my favorite thing ever. Uh, that is your turn. Next in the turn order, also usually not up here at the top, is Talara. Becca. Oh. Yeah, um, I'm going to walk into the little uh, circular air area right be- right behind Wynn. Mm-hmm. Can I fit there with the computer? Uh, yeah, yeah. So you're just right next to the computer console here. Yeah, and Talara's going to say as she steps into the room, how about a little mood lighting, fellas? Yeah, so I'm using fe- fiendish gloom to bring that dim light down to darkness. Okay, so turning out the lights will affect most people unless you've got the dark 
vision. Yeah, and that's a 20-foot radius around me. So I think both of the enemies are, are within that. 20-foot will indeed envelop most of this room, oh, which means... Oh, I think we found a new target. It's the one emanating darkness behind the giant bear. Uh, but before we get to there, uh, next is Bumfuzzle. Alrighty. I am going to... Do, 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 do. I'm going to designate... I'm going to make a trick attack against this fella up to the north on the other side of the room. Yep, yep. Um, one that's not been hit yet. Yeah, and I'm going to move and run all the way around. Ha-ha-ha! The man in the north! Yeah, I'm gonna run around to the to the, this guy's back and sneak up behind him gotcha. while he's all while he's all darked out, and then I'm going to uh, I already used my camera one. Darn, I blew that on the on the water elemental. <laughs> <laughs> this is perfect for that. Screw it! I pull out another camera and I take a picture in front of his face. <laughs> is it a different kind of camera, at least. Yeah, it's it's, it's, like it's, it's this is like a like a newer version. This is like. I've got like one of those. Uh, it's not one of the old timey cameras. It's uh, yeah. It's like a. I don't know. It's like it's like my I, my iPhone or something. Era type. You're like putting yeah. down. I'm pretty sure it's a disposable <laughs> camera that you have to take C- to CVS to get the pictures out. Right. right. Exactly. Yeah. When, I, when we get back to Pack Space, in five thousand years. <laughs> when we get back to Pack Space, these are going to be great. Make me that engineering check, and now I hope you that natural twenty, like you always do here. Ooh. No, it's a Whoa. 27 on the check. These guys are CR 10, so that's good. No, that's obviously a success. <laughs> uh, go ahead and make that attack roll. Oh, yeah. Big chop. That's going to be a 16 versus uh, flat-footed KAC. Oh, that's a hit. Oh, that's going to be yeah. four plus ooh, eight points of damage. Ooh, nice. Max. Damage, oh. chopping, chopping this this fool while while he's well, he's like no. reaching up and and he's got his hands over his eyes like oh no it's so dark and also bright yeah geez <laughs> always uh, so a lot of damage been put on these two folks already can we keep, and also stabby can we keep the pain train going with Kaz next outfit. Kaz is going to run up to... Uh, thanks, Tyler. Uh, <laughs> Seriously? It's pitch black in the room. He doesn't have dark vision. I'm sorry. Oh, that's right. You don't, and you're wearing sunglasses. Yeah. Only, uh, only at night. Tori Hart over here. <laughs> yes. Yeah, unfortunately, Bump Puzzle took the spot I was going to go to, which would have been outside of the darkness, but that's okay. Uh, so Kaz is going to run up right up against this dude, and he is going to attempt a series of strikes... Mm. For a dirty trick, that is a 27, 29 with uh, flanking. With flanking, oh, that's going to be enough. But we will have to roll 50% mischance uh, if you hit in the dark. Uh, so just roll 20, high hits. Whatever you want to roll, low is bad, low is a miss. 13. Ooh. 13 is a hit, and yes, that 29 is going to be enough for the, the dirty trick attempt. Uh, so, right. so Kaz will strike out uh, at the, the opponent's face for a radiant note of a star strike. So this character is now flat-footed mm, and, to everyone. and blinded. 
So this is the blinding, flat-footed, oh. minus four to strength and dex-based checks. Uh, pose perception checks, they automatically fail any checks based on sight, uh, and uh, they they have total concealment against uh, to anybody right now, and uh, they have to oh, yeah. uh, to have a, uh, well, we know what blind means, I guess. So. <laughs> <laughs> I think I've got an idea. I see you got a camera, too. <laughs> I don't think he's going to see anything. He's seeing stars, and that's about it right now. Um, I mean, it was kind of uh, a double whammy of being in complete uh, darkness and then having your vision taken away. Uh, but, I, I, I do have a question about that, Patrick, because this <clears throat> is the first time I have succeeded with a combat maneuver. Uh, can you possibly tell me uh, if I get more than one turn of this contact uh, combat maneuver? Uh, so blinded for... Uh, one round plus one additional round for every five, which the result exceeds the target's KAC plus eight. I will say with the 29 with the, the Bem Fuzzle, uh, this will be for uh, two rounds. Yes! Two rounds. Done. Good job. An 18 on that dice will we'll do it for sure. Uh, okay, so that's Akaz's turn, and it is now these guys' chance to retaliate. Hopefully. <laughs> it's their kind of pretty combat ineffective at the moment. Um, let me move back here with this one on the south. Is still going to try and whip out a giant bear guarded step back. I was about to ask. <laughs> and the one between a bum puzzle and a Kaz, I think, is just going to try and, and whip out. A, <laughs> it's, uh, uh, why not both of you? I think it, it, it's still going to be pretty, pretty missy no matter what. But uh, let's do first the single attack against a win with the, the attack lash. Five on the dice. Um, I don't think that's going to do it. <laughs> um, you said your KZ was 13? Yes. Let's double check here. Oh, nope. A five on the dice. I'm sorry I spoke too soon. That is a hit against win, but is it really? Let me do a, a D100. Low, 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 low. Uh, yes, that is a miss. Yeah. <laughs> Good. A, a darkness. Yay. Chalk that up as negative damage for Talara. I am a bear of darkness. Don't think that's how it works, but uh, let's get some tack lashes going to you. Uh, let's do Kaz first. Ooh, 19 oh, dice. Uh, that is a potential hit. Let's let's see this uh, one against uh, Bumfuzzle before we roll some mischances and make me feel good about myself. Uh, 13 on the dice. What is your KAC, Jabber? It is 16. Uh, so two potential hits now. How 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 am I gonna do with this D100? Let's see. <laughs> so first against Kaz. See if this has potential to hit. It does. The second against a bum fuzzle. Boop boop misses. Ooh. Yeah. Nice. Can hit the giant uh, human coming at him. That just beat him in the face, but not the small life goblin. Uh, so Tacklash, non-lethal damage coming at you, Drew. Uh, that is seven points of slashing. And one entropy point game. Mm -hmm. Okay, and that is... Oh, well, that's not their turn because they also, before you guys uh, activated the room, as you, as you walked in here... Uh, it is a cake! They made you 
well, they had time to activate a defense system. And uh, you hear ab- above you automated gyros kind of moving into place. Oh. The ceiling just comes alive as robotic arms move some of the high-tech Aslanti equipment up there and starts to focus-ish on, focus on you, kind of flashing like a strobe. And a concentrated blast of light hits some of you in your faces. Let's see. Uh, we're going to make this a, a win and question is Kaz still wearing the Aslanti helmet don't know that I took it off but it's been so long since we recorded that I can't Hmm. remember Uh, do you still want it on Um, I I feel like that would probably be of a benefit in this particular encounter that's fine then it's going for bum puzzle (laughs) and uh, they these um, kind of strobe lights um, these are things called flash blind projectors and uh, basically, uh, automatically provide the effects of harrying fire. So, going to make it a little easier to hit you all. Not that I need it. These guys are very. Well, I, I need the help with the 50% miss chance that is currently going on, but uh, uh, make it a little bit easier in the next round. But we're not there yet. Right now, it is Nikithi's turn. Bottom of the turn order. Bottom of the turn over, natural one on initiative, getting it out of the way. It's your How's favorite. It it's favorite I'm, space to be. Feels great. Uh, he, it. I like it when rolls reflect the <laughs> the physical tendencies of the the, the character. Nikiti, man. Nikiti, be slow, y'all. <laughs> so Nikiti's actually still back in the room where we killed those other two guards. So uh, he's. Kind of guard in the rear. Yeah, so first he's going to spend his standard action as a move action uh, just to move into the room that everybody else was in, and then he sees it pretty much empty. Uh, he knows where everybody's moved, though. Uh, he's peeking through the door. He just sees blackness, but he has dark vision, so he kind of has an idea of what's going on. Yeah, you can see the figures outlined in kind of like... Um, not, not heat vision, uh, per se, but more just... Like a grayscale? Yeah, Yeah. it's like, you know, the old school night vision uh, for the military where everybody is like green or one color. Mm -hmm. Uh, Yeah, so he sees what's going on. He has Itis by his side, but the room is very narrow. Oh, yeah. And the fighters are in front. If he were to try and help out win, I think he would take some attacks of opportunity. Well, Itis would take attacks of opportunity. He wouldn't. Mm -hmm. He's not going anywhere near that place. Uh, so I think what is going to happen, uh, Itis is going to move up to the door and try and take a shot at the, uh, at the fellow that is being flanked by Bumfuzzle or the guy who's just being beat on by Kaz. The Uh, north side of the command center. Yeah. Is Gulch Gun or with Itis's Gulch Gun. Mm -hmm. Let's see what we got. We got a pretty bad roll. 10 on the dice. Oh, that's just not that bad. 13 against... 13. Wait. He's also flat footed. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 13 against EAC, Patrick. Oh, that's a hit. Whew, huge damage here. Two. <laughs> <laughs> two points of fire. Yeah, firing the gulch gun between your two associates. Yeah. Just this uh, line of flame. Whoa. It, it lights up the. The guy's leg, you guys can see in the darkness for a moment. He's going to just whip in the tacklash around his head, trying to hit you, it seems. Uh, our blinded friend. That is turn one, bringing us back to turn two. It is now Wynn's turn. Back to you, Mine. All right. So Wynn is going to try to take a, a guard a step forward. Um, okay. 
go go right ahead and <clears throat> then he's gonna try to wail on this this gentleman with the, the little whip once more bring the sensor down yeah Alrighty. Ooh. oh 20 yeah that'll hit <laughs> uh for five points of damage Five. All right, so ooh, we're in a race between the these two uh, Islanti soldiers. Who's going going down first? Uh, this one, this one's looking pretty beat up. Now you've bludgeoned him with uh, your sensor twice. Uh, let's see. Next is Talara. All right, uh, I am going to use my laser pistol against the guy that Wen just hit. Mm-hmm. So he'll get a, a bit of cover from shooting through your your big blue friend. It's a 15. But not enough to save him against EAC. That is a hit. Yeah. Yeah. So that's three damage. All right. He's, he's taking a lot of bludgeoning and a lot of fire so far. <laughs> okay. Uh, next is Bump Fuzzle. Back to you. All righty. Uh, I'm going to try to. I'm going to try to. Get this guy all all confused, and when he's uh, he's reaching up and grabbing his grabbing his eyes and trying to rub the just rub the stars out of him. I'm gonna grab his uh, uh, grab his uh, uh, his whip and sort of yank on it and try to pull him down real close so I can cut him. Oh, it sounds like someone's just bringing the whip closer to their face. That's wait a minute. <clears throat> that would be a. Uh, I might not have made this one. Uh, Twenty-one. Twenty-one. It's just enough. Yes. <laughs> you need okay. to need to equal their CR, and that'll do. Oh boy! All right, here we go. Pull them down real close. This is going to be including uh, flanking. Mm-hmm. Ah. Oh. Uh, Twelve versus flat-footed Casey. Oh, that is a miss. Oh no! Miss against this guy, even though he's fumbling around, you get your knife caught up in his tack lash, and he blindly is looking right in your direction. Can he be taken out before more attacks are coming? Uh, that will be the purview of Kaz, your flanking buddy. Kaz, yeah, true. All yes, team. Kaz is going to throw two strikes at this guy. Uh, Entropic oh. strike. Number one, that is a twenty-two uh, to flank. Well, actually, twenty-four against uh, EAC. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, um, minus four for your double attack, right? Oh yeah, forget about. It. Also, that it is, is still dark. Just keep that in mind. Oh, good point. Good point. So that will be a hit if the stars align as far as the uh, the darkness is concerned. Do you want to roll that D one hundred now, or do you want to let the second attack fly first? Uh, I'll go ahead and roll the D100. Let's see. Are we going to get some points on the board? 97. Yes. Yeah, that's a hit. Uh, and max damage too, right? Yeah, so six points of... Uh, let's do both acid and bludgeoning damage. I kind of want to oh. do both. All right, so this guy has been... Um, uh, what cut up by uh, the goblin blade now blinded and punched by our vanguard uh, <laughs> not looking too good he's on his last legs do you got another hit in yeah drew let's see Entrop- in tropic strike number two that oh is my oh 18 uh, will do it yeah. 18 on the dice yikes oh. um so once again comes down to that d100 roll my fingers are crossed. My cash has been cleared. <laughs> 86. <Yeah! laughs> uh, that'll do it. And yeah, you, <laughs> within the course of a few seconds, blind him and then just kidney strike 
Um, throat strike, blah, blah. Uh, armor is just disintegrated on this soldier, and he goes down. Yes. Nice. 11 points of damage. This turn alone, that'll do it. They're not They're not super soldiers. They are, they're, the, they're in the rear with the gear, as it were. Uh, okay, we have one more soldier left. He is still in the darkness. Uh, he's actually going to... He's going to guard it step backwards again to get out of the darkness and is going to try another hit on our our, our bear friend, Win, Our Wynn fr- friend, Bear. Uh, oh, oh, super. 19 on the dice again. So uh, question about this. does the Since Win is in the darkness, does... Is there still a mischance? I think so, yes. yes. Um, at the very least, you'd still be in the, the dimness here. But roll dice. Oh, natural one on a D20. <laughs> yeah! He is, uh, he's missing pretty bad. <laughs> Slinging it through the air. Um, that would have been nice to hit, but <laughs> we'll see what happens. Uh, it is still turn two, if you can believe it. Nikithi, Tyler, can you bring it home? All right, Nikithi is going to move into the room, try to get a, uh, he's going to move up to where he can at least get an angle on the last remaining soldier. Mm. He's going to leave Idis outside guarding their flank, and he's going to stupidly try to provide some, uh, I believe I'm going to be trying to provide harrying fire. Okay, so this is the same thing that these flash blind projectors are doing to bumfuzzle and, and win right now. You're, you're going to try and provide some cover that makes this guy easier to hit, right? That is correct. AC 15, <clears throat> uh, Nikithi, not good at shooting things, but here we go. Job, <laughs> let's just ignore everything I've done. <laughs> History of the podcast, I'm with you. Yeah, uh, I, I'm gonna have to. Will not do it. <laughs> so let's go. Let's go back to the top of the turn order. Miles, ten feet away from this guy, uh, he seems to be blindly whipping behind you or to your side. Uh, what would you like to do? I'm gonna guard step forward once more mm. and try to whack him with the junk sensor. Okay. Oh. Ooh, yeah. Natural toot will not doot. <clears throat> That is a miss, which means we're back to Talara. All right. Still got my pistol out. Single shot or we A single shot. Okay. That's a 15 to ES. Once again, that is going to be a hit. And max damage for four. Uh, Yeah, with that, you get him right in the jugular and he goes down. Yes. He had only four hit points left. Nicely Uh, done. Awesome. Laura getting a kill on her own. I know. I look at that. Kill for me. Well, <laughs> two shot. Two shots. <laughs> two. One kill. Very I think, good. I think Win helped out there. Yeah. <laughs> wow. I, did, I did like a twelve point. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, I mean, he might have done thirteen damage, but you did seven. <laughs> That's pretty right. good. Yeah. <laughs> we are out of combat. These guys are neutralized pretty pretty easily. Um, and yeah, they've got on them the. Uh, some of the same kit you've seen on, on a few of the other IVSC soldiers, these tack lashes kind of used for keeping the um, colonists in line. They've got a survival knife on their belt and a, a tactical semi-auto pistol as well. Oh, by the way, Tolara snaps her fingers and the lights come back on, so now Kaz can see. <laughs> You're welcome, Kaz. 
Uh, it's still dimly lit in here. It's just the computers and these flash blind projectors are still uh, just targeting uh, each of you randomly for like a few seconds, just uh, shooting in your face. It's, it's kind of like a little disco. Uh, let me well, bright flashes. Snakeithy rolls his eyes and he's gonna want to turn the, turn that off. He's gonna head over to the nearest uh, computer station. He can't that stuff off. Uh, yeah, go ahead and give me a computer's check. Was this a hack or am I just? Yes. That's not gonna be a natural twenty. All right. Well, with that, you don't shut down one of them. You shut down both of them very quickly, like a a five second keystroke, like boop boop boop. <laughs> um, yeah, is they, there? They would go, go on for a while if you didn't shut those down. <laughs> uh, while I'm in the computer system, I want to see if uh, if the cell we we we're assuming that the uh, Sedona and uh, the and Madelon are in the brig somewhere, and mm-hmm. I wonder if those locks might be controlled by these computer terminals, or if it's more. Yeah, supposedly uh, from from the map you got, um, it doesn't seem like you're very far from the brig. It should be just like the next room over, but you find no commands in, in this computer system that seems to control the entire garrison. Um, that would uh, work in in the next room. It, it's mainly uh, looks like a communications hub, and you find a very large section of the computer dedicated to the operation of the two starship guns that are on top of the garrison. Oh, we're gonna want to turn them. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, yeah, nothing, nothing for Ooh. the brig. Can I can I use the starship guns to shoot any of the soldiers that are outside the garrison? Unfortunately, no. The guns are uh, directed straight upward. They are unable to get anything kind of outside of uh, a skyward plane. Makes sense. That would be a little ridiculous. Yes, and it would stop people from using the guns against the anti, <laughs> which is also very nice. <laughs> um, right. Any, anything else you'd like to do here, guys? <clears throat> Um, I think yes. We just we we want to hurry and get in, get these prisoners, and get out. Mm-hmm. Actually, is is there like a, a a crew manifest just so we can maybe check off uh, how many we have taken out versus how many may still be stationed here? Uh, that, that is a, that is a good idea. Let me see if I cannot get a full list of who was sent here. A great question and one that is answered in this AP because they did a amazing job uh, writing it. Um, there is a, a pretty full uh, complement, and you can read that it is led this this occupation force by Lieutenant Sharu. And um, there's another word here in front of uh, it looks like the second in command, Olaraha, Olaraha, and the word in front of him it, it in maybe doesn't have like a super direct translation into common from Aslanti, but reading it over, it looks like um, master at arms or some kind of, you know, um, it, it looks like a different ranking system from, from Lieutenant. Uh, why don't you guys give me a culture check reading over the, the master at arms. See if anybody can 
Digging this out. Yeah. Oh, jeez. It's just nat 20 in every... All the skill checks get nat 20. Yeah. Bum, bum puzzle uh, steadied up. He read his books. <laughs> and obviously, yeah, you guys have ranks in them. Uh, okay, so I think almost everyone here um, can can figure out that the this uh, Olaraha master at arms is maybe a different branch of the Islanti military. It seems like they came from a, a starship ranking, whereas uh, you can tell that Lieutenant Sharu is indeed, there's some like notations in the listing, is a member of the Aeon Guard, um, part of the military and one of the elites. Uh, and that is the commander here. Um, and yeah, there is a listing of about 23 other IVSC soldiers that are are here on the planet. So have you guys been counting bodies? Yes. <laughs> oh, there's, yeah. Have you? <laughs> there's, well, there's four here. There was the, were there two in the graveyard or three in the graveyard? Three, three in the graveyard. Oh, so that's seven. Mm-hmm. Um, there were, let's see, the initial fight was two. Yeah. Then we had another, we had another encounter with them out in the woods. It was also two. Mm. Did we count the executioners? Not yet. The two executioners and then one in the storeroom. Then one in the storeroom, right. So you've counted them individually. Did anyone add this <laughs> together? <laughs> uh, uh, that'd be four plus three is seven, plus two is nine, plus two is eleven, plus two of the executioners would be thirteen, plus the one in the storeroom would be fourteen. Listeners at home, do they have it right? I'll <laughs> never tell. <laughs> um... Yeah, you've got a you've got like a uh, a full listing here. There's like um, different shifts you find and like reports from from a whole bunch of them. Uh, and like the, the the main room that you came in, it looks like there's a lot of um, kind of intel and data on the the colony itself. Lost surveillance. So we're uh, more or less single handedly like taking care of this little <clears throat> rebellion. <laughs> Yeah, piece by piece. Um, I think you guys probably would have failed if I just sent 23 soldiers against you all at once. I, I doubt it. All right, well, <laughs> no, no, I, I think so. No, let's, this not, book. <laughs> let's not challenge this. Uh, is Does this... I don't suppose I don't suppose these computers have any way to communicate to the to the to the lieutenant or the second in command. Um, yeah, it seems like they have a a computer network for communications that you can can access here. Um, you also find when you when you go into like communications subsystem on the computer that this is where the signal jammer is operating from. Oh. Shut uh, down. Yeah, that, that's stopping your guys' uh, communications, but um, they also have a communication system that seems to get around it um, mm-hmm. the way the signal jammer is designed. Gotcha. Try to type break signal jammer. I. <laughs> Nikiti looks at you and he's like, that is a admirable idea, but I think I will use my own methods. <laughs> but overall, a stupid one. <laughs> um. You can also shut down the the alarm that's going off. In the, oh the yeah, place. that's probably a good sounds one. good. Uh, <laughs> N- Nikithi kind of grins when he sees that this that he can communicate with any of the Islanti from here, and mm-hmm. uh, having already have already already having already told everyone about uh, Lieutenant Sharu and the second in command Olaraha, he says, "Are there any messages you would like to send to the commanders?" And he's just kind of smiling 
because <laughs> this is like the we're not probably not going to get another chance to be in this room and yeah. so his his kind of uh his kind of playful nature is kind of peaking here since we have full control of their technology for the time being. Uh, yeah, Bumfuzzle. Uh, <laughs> are you no. getting back into no. your slanty voice? <laughs> no, no, we, we we need to hurry. We have we we have to help Sedona, and we have to get out of here now. We don't have time for this. Ah, uh, I suppose you are right. I will shut down the signal jammer and be around shortly. Good, 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 good. So Patrick, while everybody else is kind of filing out of the command center and headed towards the brig, I think Nikithi would turn back to the computer tape, you know, the computer station, and he wants to send a message, uh, maybe get some intelligence on uh, these commanders. And so he just, he really quickly, he sets up all of the messages that come to the back to the command center to also be forwarded to his custom rig mm-hmm. so he can see the communications. But he just really quickly wants to send out to uh, Lieutenant Sharu just the message. Command has been taken by insurgents waiting on further orders. And then he at the end, he would tack on maybe the name of one of the soldiers who, if he could identify the one, the two that were in the room, mm-hmm. uh, based on their uh, unit IDs, uh, he would sign it off by them. Um, excellent. So this is actually a skill that we've not done on the the show before. Uh, I think with with computers, which will be create forgery. Oh, <laughs> uh, using computer to forge an official document or message takes takes a, a minute or so. So maybe while everyone's in the the next room here, uh, go ahead and give me a computer check. And actually, I'm sorry. No, this needs to be done in secret as per the skill. I'm going to roll a d20 secret. (laughs) Can Uh, can I not? Is this something that I can't take 10 on? Because if I have the time, I don't know how long it takes to take 10. And maybe this is just a thing where, like, I can't. But uh, be able to now. Okay, that's fine. Yeah, roll ahead. My computers is a plus nine at this level. Okay, so I've rolled a dice. And we'll, we'll see if that comes back to help you or hurt you all in the future. I'm very excited about this. <laughs> Me too. Uh, afterwards, he he kind of goes to you know rejoin his comrades and they are talking to Maidalon and he's kind of just hanging out outside the room. All right, cool. Are you guys moving onward, upward, outward? Um, yeah, onward. Whee! Well, did we find out exactly where Sodona was? She's in the break to the south. She's in the break to the south. Okay, so yeah, yeah, let's go that way. Alrighty, the next room moving towards the west from the command center here, you can see is indeed covered in, um, I think someone said they looked like mattresses. That'd be weird if they just collected all the beds in town and piled them in. <laughs> <clears throat> These are training mats. What look like, you know, like one inch thick kind of foam. Oh, oh training mattresses. They really look like mattresses. <laughs> Yeah, um, and you know, it, it looks like this is a very stylized dojo of sorts. You see close quarter combat posters on the wall in the same Atlantis style. Uh, become some of the same propaganda that you saw in the mess hall, showing off the the might of the empire, the fighting prowess of both the IVSC and the Aeon Guard, and yeah, along with various soldiers and in starships. That's what you see along this wall here. Uh oh. <laughs> yeah, those those are the posters for the. Oh, oh I see. <laughs> okay. oh. I, I just used uh, tokens from the, <laughs> the amazing roll twenty 
alien archive and i was like yeah that's gonna scare people <laughs> that's good <laughs> uh but yeah um from here the door to the south in the same as lanty green lettering reads brig um what do you guys want to do in this room uh, open the door let's go moving, moving straight through yeah go in go in you don't want to train on the the mats for a while and well i mean i mean i want to but like there's time for that after we get Sedona to safety. <laughs> Good point. Opening up. I mean, would that help us at all? Oh, would no. That, but... Would that boost our stats? Like... Oh, my God. Probably not. <laughs> oh, but, but we didn't take into account the Matt Monster. Oh, he'll train you good, the Matt Monster. <laughs> uh, it's all non-lethal damage, just like pillow fight. <laughs> right, so opening up the door to the south here. Uh, who's entering the room first? Bumfuzzle. Um, excellent. Go ahead and uh, give me a perception check. I'll tell you what you see in here. Yeah. You guys can move yourselves in the room if you are indeed going in. Oh, no. Perfect. Unbelievable. Um, so let's go ahead and pause things real quick because Bumfuzzle, as you go in first, you can stop your giant bear friend from walking into the trap. It seems like there's a, a pressure plate right in front of this door that leads to the east. In fact, this entire room is just kind of crackling. You can smell charged ozone. Um, you hear like an electric spark every, yeah. every few moments. Yeah. <laughs> I, put, I put out a hand and I'm trying to hold back this enormous bear. <laughs> Very fun trap right there. But it also <laughs> like I'm like, like kind of like about to fall over. Right. right yeah, you're sort of like wiggling your arms about. <laughs> the uh, um, yeah, exactly. Like on, my, on, my, on my little tippy toes. Uh, on the middle of this room, you see floor to ceiling bars of what look like a very high technical kind of translucent metal. And inside them is indeed a prison cell with Ooh. a few benches, a simple toilet and a collection of colonists. Um, kind of huddled together one side of the room here. Boop. <gasps> um, uh, mostly human, uh, a Sheeran, and then there's a figure seated in their center, an older Karasha Lashunta with a bristly mustache. This very much fits the description that the, the colonist Weldis uh, told you as you were searching through his house. Uh, this looks like the colony's leader, Madelon Casey. Uh, quick, uh, I, I say to the colonists, uh, where's Sedona? Where's Sedona? <laughs> one one of them steps forward uh, in in front of the group and is like, uh, "They they took Sedona from here. Who, who are you?" Okay, bye. <laughs> Runs away. <laughs> wait, yeah, wait. Right? <laughs> no, no kidding. Uh, oh gosh, please come back. <laughs> <laughs> wait, did he have the thieves' tools? No, come back. <laughs> we need him to open the door. Uh, the 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 man who. Is definitely Madeline Kessie steps forward and says, Oh, what? oh hello there. Uh, you, you don't look like Atlante reservists. Uh, now, who might you all be? Uh, we, we were sent here to deliver supplies, and then, well, we found all this, and, well, here you are. Oh, you're the delivery people. <laughs> yeah, we're, we're from we're from Supplies Hut. And uh, <laughs> Supplies Hut? 30 yeah. days or less, or it's free. <laughs> Yeah. We work for Space Jimmy Johns. You are five minutes away. <laughs> no, we away. do not work for big game hunters. Um, uh, he's like, oh, well, are, are you here to deliver us from the Atlantean occupation? Uh, uh, 
Uh, that'd be pretty great, but uh, wait, hold on, hold on. To, uh, stay away from, from those bars there. They're electrified, and I think uh, only command for this room lies with uh, one of the leader of these folks, uh, this mean one. Uh, I think he's a Sergeant Olaraha. Uh, he's in the next room, uh, but uh, he seems like a real skilled warrior. You all need to be careful of him. Ah, well, thank you. Thank you for the for the heads up. The name's Mayor Madelon Kessie, and I'm, I'm here to help out however I can. Well, Mayor Madelon, perhaps we could stand here for ten minutes and talk to you before we move on to the next room to take out this sergeant. <laughs> I don't I don't understand why you would take that specific amount of time. That seems pretty <laughs> odd. Um, I, I'd not. I'd, so, so he's talking about this room here with the the trapped door, right? Correct. Yes. The trapped floor. You can okay. see that there's uh, what looks like a trigger and uh, potentially a pretty harmful electricity trap. All right, attached to it. All right, I'm I'm gonna. All right, uh, look, Malon. We're, we're going to get you out of here, but uh, as you say, it seems like the only way to do that is by uh, going to talk to, you know, talk to the lieutenant. And uh, we'll, uh, we'll we'll be right back. Oh, boy. <laughs> and uh, the rest of you should uh, should maybe clear out of this room real quick. Unless, N- Nikitha, you come in here, though. Nikitha, who is in the other room, peeks around the door corner and is like, oh, uh, he's just like... <laughs> He just gives you a look like, oh, I really don't want to, but... Oh, come on in! Come on! Don't be shy! <laughs> Get right right next to this trap. Uh, come up right up next to it with me! Oh, oh, I cannot even begin to say how much I do not like this idea. We're right or die, Nikithi! We're right or die! <laughs> oh, 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 fine. Oh. Um. I, I will assist you in this. All right, yeah. Do, do the rest of you want to clear out? Um, yes. When? Yeah, step as, out. Uh, yeah, yeah, move here. Move here. Pawns, uh, if indeed you are moving. We're going to uh, start funeral preparations out here. Well, uh, yeah. Uh, please, right. please do. So I'm going to take a ten minute rest while they're doing that. Yeah, it doesn't take ten minutes. But Bumfussel, indeed, are you going to roll the engineering check to try and disable this trap? Yes. Yeah. Uh-huh. If so, uh, let's have let's have a, a Nikithi see if you can aid first. Is this the same day as the uh, time we tried to disable that trap that was in the mayor's house? Nope, that was several days ago. <laughs> Sweet, I'm going to use my racial ability to get an automatic aid. So, mm. awesome. Okay, hurt. All right, so this is plus four to disabling a track, disabling a trap, and so. Ooh, hang on, I gotta, gotta, uh, gotta stretch gotta out hype. my fingers here. See how this roll goes. You gotta hype. You gotta hype yourself up. I know. Oh, gosh, don't roll. Don't want this thing. Yeah. Nick. Oh, <laughs> holy! <laughs> That's the holy. opposite one. Oh. <laughs> so that would be a thirty-eight with the aid. <laughs> the pretty dangerous trap. Just. Uh, 46 electricity damage if you feel uh, to both of you obviously both. <laughs> ah, Nikithi's so glad he's here 
<laughs> yeah. Um, Bumfuzzle looks up like, like, what are you so worried about? <laughs> not, not a big deal. <laughs> we, I, we, I have this. Don't worry about it. Bumfuzzle just like took your survival knife and just like stabbed it in the box. <laughs> like, uh, we, we haven't said for the for the record what the, the roll of the dice was. That was a natural 20 on that mm-hmm. show. It yeah. was. It was a very good roll. Very it was good roll. very very fortuitous. <laughs> the right that's, moment. That's why you always stretch before you need those important <laughs> rolls. Yeah, yeah, ab- absolutely. It suddenly, uh, combat takes forty five thousand minutes as we're stretching before each click. <laughs> right. Well, it doesn't take that long, but in disabling that door, uh, indeed, you gotta get right up on it because it does potentially have the uh, the effect of setting it off if you had failed um dc pretty easy dc so i mean you just basically didn't need to roll that that one but um uh, dc 20 making these a little harder for you guys got it cleared and uh, you guys can start filtering back in but as you do uh this door is going to pop open and oh no the the door <laughs> Pops open and Nikithi is like, ah, that's my exit cue. <laughs> He's just trying to run away. Uh, no, this happens immediately. Oh, no. We'll see how the initiative rolls turn out. But uh, <laughs> you, you see inside Bumfuzzle a very small, austere office space. There's a desk, and a computer on the back wall, and dark green curtains on the the northern side of a pretty otherwise unadorned room. Um, but <laughs> standing right behind the desk, of course, is a figure that we're going to meet right now. Uh, a very slender, uh, fairly androgynous man, dark eyes, thick black sideburns running down his face. And as soon as you lock eyes, he finishes a very quick hand movement and a green magical rune kind of burns in the air before him as three magic missiles propagate out of the ether. Kind of- ah! careening in your direction. You know we're in another set of initiative turn orders. Oh, Nikithi, you need to roll high, bro. You need to get out of here. Natty 20, natty 20, natty 20, natty 20, natty 20. Oh, no. Oh, 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 no. <laughs> no. God, that's 220s in a row, Jabert. You're a monster. You're I know. A literal monster. I need these on my attacks. <laughs> <laughs> so many 20s, but none of but like there's been one on an attack. One, one on an attack. Yeah. Okay, oh. starting this combat off is indeed a full action uh, magic missile coming at the uh, Bumfuzzle. And it's 3d4. Pow, pow, pow. Uh, did we take a 10 before this? Or did that Definitely happen? not. Ah. <laughs> uh, that is uh, 13 points of damage. Ooh, oh, pretty well on this one. And we are in combat, as you see what is surely from the records. Master at arms, Uraha. And this is what their art looks like. Damn. Oh, man. Mm-hmm. Listeners, what? they've got, they're like wielding some arcane symbols and on his forehead is some weird, more, more weird mystical symbols. Oh, that'll, that'll take a mysticism check. Yeah, it does definitely seems like different armor as well from what you've seen and uh, from what you gathered from the records. This is indeed a member of the Imperial Fleet, not a member of the military. 
but we'll get to that first. Turn one, top of the turn order, Bumfuzzle gets to answer being uh, blasted with a magic missile. Well, let's see, how high is this is this desk here? Let's say about uh, three feet tall. Oh, good. I'm only three six. So I'm running under the desk. <laughs> <laughs> this isn't like a cheap cardboard table. There's no <laughs> underneath the desk. It provides a, a good amount of cover to to the, the master at arms. Uh, so, so it's got a it, privacy. Bit. It looks I mean, it's it's like a solid desk. I don't know what to tell you guys. It's not a, it's a cardboard table. This desk is about 15 feet into the room. It is like an L shape about 15 feet uh, you could potentially run around the backside or climb over the top if you want. Thing of the desk. Uh, okay, yeah, I'm going to. Sorry, yeah. Can I can I run and jump up on top of the desk? Uh, yes. Make me the acrobatics check. Alrighty. Or, or climb with athletics. Whatever you want to do. Yeah. Um. I'll do. I'll do an acrobatics to jump. Uh. And and I'm uh, obviously I'm gonna be uh, trick attacking this fool. Um, <laughs> okay. Yeah. Uh, so uh, that's a 14 on the acrobatics check. Let's see. Mm-hmm. Oh, I have this wrong. I'm sorry. It is only athletics because that is both climb oh. and jump. Oh. Uh, we can use your roll. What's your bonus? Uh, plus six. So that would be a 10 on the athletics check. Jumping up over, you've got a uh, 10 foot running start <laughs> before you get to the desk. Uh, DC. DC is equal to the number of feet you're attempting to jump horizontally or four times the number trying to jump vertically, which means that is a 12, so it is not enough. But with a 10-foot head start, head jump, if you don't have the head start, it's uh, let's see, uh, four times more difficult? No. Do you Oh, it just doubles the amount of the DC, so it would have been 24 if you're trying to jump vertically three feet. What? Yeah. That's That's insanity. Well, that's that's, them's the rules of the game, so you can get the edge of the desk here. You can still uh, make make a standard attack or, or complete a. So this desk would count attack. as. So this desk would count as fu- as like full cover to me though, right? <laughs> Since I'm like three feet six inches. Like oh, oh it's full like... cover to, to both of you guys. But yeah, you get, you're just pointing your gun over the top of it, like yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm gonna. So uh, I'm going to uh, uh, pull out pull out my uh, gadget that is what I call my magic missiler as well. And I'm going to shoot three magic missiles at him. Uh, but it's just like a, it's just like a green laser pointer. I'm just like, boop, boop, boop. <laughs> I was hoping it's like a dark gun. <laughs> uh, like, yeah, it's like a, it's like a nerf gun, like a nerf blaster. Just All right. Natural 20 shine it right in his eyes. Yeah. see here. All right. That's going to be a 30 on the engineering check to do that. Uh, success. That works. And laser pistol. Shoot him in the nog. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's going to be a 24 (laughs) versus flat-footed EAC. Oh, that'll hit. (laughs) Three points of damage. Wait, oh, wait. Plus my... Oh, plus my extra three. Six points of damage. Nice, nice, nice. All right, so trick attack off. Shooting over the counter here. That (laughs) that cover didn't really do anything. Uh, Next up in the turn order, also rolling pretty well here on initiative Kaz Kaz is also going to try to run in and do an athletics check to jump on top of the desk oh boy this is, <laughs> this is exciting this is everybody's turn to try to jump on the desk that's a 19 jump on the desk uh, that'll be enough and he is going to uh, to take a crane style stance 
and attempt a dirty trick. Mm. Oh, that's going to be hard. That is mm. a 21 against flat-footed EAC. KAC, EAC? We had a conversation about this off the <laughs> uh, That is a failure. That is not <sighs> F, uh, KAC plus 8. Uh, not getting that off <laughs> turn 1. Thank goodness. Another roll on my init. Um, the next in the turn order, <laughs> the next roll is a 10. But uh, before that, uh, Olaraha gets to go and is uh, a, a small goblin in full cover and a uh, <laughs> giant human standing <laughs> on his <laughs> I wonder who, who's going to attack. Well, it's been fun, guys. It's been fun. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If you go down, I'll use Sirenscape to give you a 21 gun salute. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, yeah, this, this magic user is indeed just going to uh, kind of sweep your legs out, but as you do, just grasps at your ankle, Kaz. It's going to try and cast a spell through it. Uh, make an attack against your EAC. What is that? Uh, my EAC is 14. Excellent. Okay. That is a success. I rolled an 11 on the dice. Uh, this, is a, this is a spell we haven't seen in a while. <laughs> Holy, put a gold leaf. Does it start with a J? <laughs> It is Jolting Surge. Jolting Surge. A fun one. Do I get any kind of save for this? (laughs) Uh, None whatsoever. (laughs) You you remember the rainy days. There's no no save. I spent most Uh, of my time not paying attention to what you did. Uh, uh, This is four. Well, that's on you. Now you're learning. (laughs) 46 electricity damage coming at you. Drew. Oh, oh. Uh, earned every bit of it. Fifteen points of electricity damage, and uh, let's see, they're gonna hmm, they're going to guarded step backwards after that, and that is their turn. Master at Arms, Olaraha, and next is a win. All right, so uh, can I move past um, Nikithi, or am I just stuck here? Uh, you can move through your. Your your friends' okay. spaces, um, but yeah, moving through this door, uh, each square that is going to be difficult terrain. So basically, moving just into the room um, to get, to get space is going to take about thirty foot of movement. Okay, uh, twenty five rather. Okay, so I try to jump on the desk. <laughs> what? <laughs> How high are we're, these ceilings? We're gonna we're just gonna collapse this Found desk. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Patrick, what's the weight rating on the desk? I'm sure the AP <laughs> has listed the weight rating. Um, let what's... me double check here. I hate everybody, and I'm not going to look. <laughs> make something up. Uh, go ahead and make me a flex check. All right. All right. No. no. <laughs> <laughs> he just slumps back to the... Well, you well, rolled, so, well, you you rolled acrobatics. Yeah, you need to roll athletics. So what's oh, your athletics. bonus? What's your bonus in athletics? Oh. It's going to matter, but... Um, yeah, you rolled a five. Yeah, uh, it's plus two. Okay. <laughs> Moving you back here. So this is about as far as you get. Uh, you get a standard action still. Um, no, he's too far away for me to... To my range duck sensor. Uh, you can you can throw it at them, but you're outside that uh, first yeah. ten foot range. Right. Increment. Oh, get him! You can use get him. No, I can't. I moved. You get him as a move or a standard. Well, it's a move action. You can use your standard to do a move. Okay. Uh, then, then yeah, I'll I'll I'll, uh, I'll use get him. 
All right, go ahead and place place the icon on a Olaraha. And next in the turn order, we have both Talara and Nikithi that have rolled a five on initiative. Do you guys want to roll off or does one of you want to go first? Uh, scary ladies go first. I imagine. I imagine so. <laughs> I intimidate Nikithi into submission. And like, you you don't even need to roll. DC one. <laughs> you got it. <laughs> uh, yeah, Talara is going to come into the room and come right around the corner of the door um, and use detect magic. I want to see if there's any magic stuff in the room and, and what kind of stuff this guy has on him. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, let's see here. Doesn't look like they have any magical gear. Uh, you do detect um, a bit of techno magic coming off of what looks like a data jack, kind of moving into his uh, his neck. But besides that, nothing nothing else here in the room. Okay. Um, let's see. So that brings us to Nagithi. Oh boy, good. Well. Kaz is on the desk. I mean, he's, I pretty much have total from where Nikithi is standing, which is outside the the room everybody else is in. There's really no way for him to go. He could try and shoot Olaraha, but there's no way he's hitting that. Um, yeah, it's possible. Anything's possible. It, it's a it's a low chance. It's a very low chance. Uh, so he is going to take full control over Idis, and Idis is going to take a double move action. Mm-hmm. Uh, so. Sh- She's going to move forward, enter the room everybody else is in. She's going to kind of dodge past Wynn and he, as he is trying to get up on the desk. Uh, but she can't get all the way up to Olaraha. Uh, but what she's going to do is kind of block off his possible escape route. Uh, there's a five-foot space in between the desk mm-hmm. and the wall. Yeah, getting right and in. She's, yeah, getting she's going right. gonna to cover that space so that if Olaraha tried to, to run out, uh, she would be in position. Oh no, and... I've got you guys right where I want you. Why would I run? <laughs> well, I don't know. But in case you ever did want to run, unlikely, I'm in the way. And Nikithi, <laughs> as a standard action, will... Oh boy. <laughs> you have uh, you have a move action. Oh, correct. As a move action, will... You know, he's going to stay where he is. This seems to be outside of Olaraha's distance, he thinks. <laughs> let's, let's see how this magic works. Yeah, fine. Um, well, five, actually, he's going he's gonna to take cover behind a door or <laughs> behind the wall. So that may be a little bit better. Uh, that is all of turn one. We're back to a bum fuzzle. Turn two, the boss fight with the, the Technomancer and the three-foot tall desk. So would it, I mean, this, this is maybe sort of a, a more, I don't know. I'll just ask it. Mm-hmm. Uh, is it any easier to just like climb up on top of the desk than to try to like vertical jump three feet into the air? <laughs> uh, yeah, well, vertically jumping without a uh, a run up is, uh, as we said, DC 24. Yeah. <laughs> go down, backflip up the side of it. Uh, it'll be like a DC 10 to climb up. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So, but that would just cost me a move action to do that. Um, yeah, it'll, it'll be 10 feet of, of movement to, to scamper up top. Okay. But we need I'm going to need a 10. All right. I'm going to, I'm going to try to climb. I'm going to climb for all I'm worth. Nope. Oh, <laughs> Can't make it. Can't make it. <laughs> so I so I so I, I just poke a mirror up over the over the thing and I'm like I'll, I'll get to you soon. I'm looking in the mirror to to kill where she is. <laughs> and I oh. use my very special mirror. Uh, oh, 
29 on the engineering I, check. I cannot stop thinking of bump whistle trying to climb up this. <laughs> <laughs> bouncing in the side of it. This is, this is a CR5 desk. <laughs> thump, thump, thump. Scrabble, scrabble, thump. I, I need to <laughs> all my bosses with desks in front of them. <laughs> open the goblin stopper. Oh, gosh. Uh, the old gob stopper. I am <laughs> dying. My sides oh. are okay. Uh, so the engineering set. Okay, the <laughs> success. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> All right, here we go. Laser shot. I'm gonna go ahead and add one for uh, for get him. Oh yeah. All right, that's gonna be a 15 versus flat-footed EAC. That's a hit. Oh yeah. Nice. And big numbers. Five damage. All right. Mm. Well, pew pew pew. Currently, all the damage on on this boss is from a bump fuzzle. Behind the desk. Uh, next in the turn order, Kaz drew on top of the desk. <laughs> what do you uh, want to do? Kaz is going to do a, a forward flip down and move into the corner of the room just to mm. the south of the boss. Uh, potentially provoking, as you see. she uh, He is holding uh, what looks like one of their survival knives, if I am um, not mistaken. No, no, they do not have a survival knife. Out. Never mind. Are they not flat footed because of Bum Puzzle's trick attack? <clears throat> That only uh, works for bumfuzz. Yeah, that's only my that's only my attacks. Uh, but they don't they don't have that melee weapon out yet. I think they uh, they started with uh, uh, you can see what looks like a, a small, very high tech pistol in his hands. So uh, go right ahead, make an attack. We are doing an entropic strike. That is a thirteen to hit against EAC. Is a miss unless you added in get him. Which I did not. 14 oh, to hit. Oh, wait. 14 wait. It's exactly. Drew's turn to forget get him. Yeah, Stop, I did the hey. Stop the podcast. Stop the podcast. After two years of interrupting people to <laughs> don't get them. How the tables have turned. You know what? I should make this just a miss and we should move on with our lives, right? <laughs> yeah, I increased it. Yeah, yeah lessons less to learn. <laughs> Uh, yeah, no, 14 is exactly what you need to hit. Excellent. I'm, just, I'm letting it go through. I'm the kindest GM in the entire Starfinder. Oh, you really <laughs> you really are, Patrick. But yeah, that uh, is just enough. You're able to flank around the backside of them and uh, deliver this entropic strike. Um, I love that you're back in melee range with this boss figure uh, who still has spells. Tons of spells to, yeah, to sling. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm real excited already into HP damage. This is going to be great. Oh, no, no. So glad we, so glad we got... took that 10 minute rest before we don't, did Don't this. worry. Don't worry. I'm on. I'm coming. I'm coming around there. <laughs> I'll be there soon. You've got oh. a, what a entropic pool point. So you got that going for you. So don't worry. I, I can help you with that. So. All right. Oh, uh, let's. Yeah, let's do the same thing. Uh, how about uh, they just that's, read out? That's five damage, by the way. I don't know that we actually read that out. Five oh, damage. Sorry. <laughs> yes, I, I've written it down. Uh, the Entropic Strike, uh, you do indeed just pummel right into his chest and bits of the armor kind of uh, melt away there. And as soon as that happens, they are back on top of you and he is delivering another hopefully jolting surge. Natural. 20. Oh, oh, no. oh, oh boy. Oh, that's 
That's real bad. That's, that's yeah. real bad. This is not uh, a good, not a good uh, move. I can you, help a little bit, a little bit. You, this you is got, best. you got, you got this coming at you. But yeah, you know what? It's a name character and CR three, which means oh, you know I'm pulling a card for oh, this critical. No. <laughs> oh, you guys don't know what you just did magical crits super super awesome oh no uh uh, using the official starfinder critical hit deck normal damage normal damage (laughs) you're praying (laughs) i I do so hard i'm praying so hard (laughs) okay so geez louise these are great. I love, I'm reading the uh, the kinetic and the energy ones. They're also really good. This is indeed normal damage. Oh, um, kind of so good. The It's called admixed energy. The target takes an amount of damage uh, with an energy type of your choice, an equal amount of damage with the energy type of your choice. But I've also pulled a card that has an extreme blow. Oh no. Extreme electricity. Oh no. And what, is, what does that mean? The bonus effect is make an additional attack against a second target of your choice within 30 feet of the original target. And the It's called Arcing Bolt. I mean, someone else gets uh, some kind of weird oh. magical juice pulling off of this critical hit. Within 30 feet, that's, that's like everybody in this room. <laughs> okay. Oh, no. Uh, to Lara, because she has electricity resistance. I, I might make this random. That might be might be a little fun. Yes, yes. Do not hit the medium-sized creature that is entirely made out of metal. Almost. That is good. That would be very nice. <laughs> oh, so does normal damage mean you don't get the critical damage? Right. Yeah. Right. So it's just going to be four d six plus your extreme blow. Okay. Uh, let's roll this right now. Pow! I think you'll still take him down with the four d six. We'll see. Oh, uh, oh, not so fast, not so fast. Oh, less oh Less an injury. I'm going to use my one RP to save Kaz from this, some of this damage. Right, right. I, <laughs> uh, so less an injury is a paradigm shift that I got at level two Witch Warper um, and makes it so that this will be minimum damage, but it cost me one RP. So oh. this 14 damage turns into four, four damage? Four. Yeah. It, it does have the bonus effect that you take an equal amount of damage of a damage type of my choice, which I'm guessing that... Yeah, it doesn't the... save you from extra dice rolled as yeah. a result of critical hits. However, this is just the base damage, right? Uh, yes, the, the bonus effect that this crit has is an equal amount of damage of another type, which will be, let's say it turns into fire damage as well. Um, so that would be, I guess, eight. Okay, yeah, that makes sense. I was hoping to get off a little bit more there. <laughs> uh, but let's let's go ahead and roll this uh, arcing bolt that happens. Rebecca, I love you. It's happening either to Nikithi's drone, Bumfuzzle, Win, or Talara. And I'm just going to roll a d4 to see who gets uh, blasted. Blast it with a spell. Uh, two going down the initiative turn. Uh, that's a giant win. Oh. Four d6 coming at you now. Not that much. Nine points of electricity. Oh wait, um, I'm actually. It says make an additional attack. So let me go ahead and, and roll and see if that would be an attack against your EAC. <clears throat> Probably. 
Yes, 14 on the dice. Yeah, okay, yeah, so nine points of electricity damage. That's the weirdest. I love the critical effects for magic spells. We never get to use them enough because we don't have enough magic users, but that is, uh, I think, their turn. What yeah. a crazy turn. My goodness. He's going to stay where he's at and, and try and fight with Kaz. Uh, take him down. Uh, next is Wynn. Back to you. All right. So Wynn's a natural climber, so he's going to climb up on this desk. I will allow it. And I'm going to try to, to basically just like <laughs> bonk him on the head. <laughs> a head bonking. You've still got get him up until the end of the round, right? That's a bonking. I think the end of, the, of his turn, so. All right. Oh. <laughs> there we go. Super hit. Ouch. Super. Uh, and say yeah. uh, 23 for eight points of damage. Maximum damage again. Second time this episode, Miles. Uh, yeah. Okay. He's That's what you get for shocking me. Yeah, he's still up. He's not doing well. Uh, I don't have too many spells left, but I cannot wait uh, to take one of you guys out next turn. Next is Talara. Rebecca, we're on to you. Down an RP, but how's yeah, she? Yeah, uh, I'm doing okay. Uh, how, how's this guy doing? Uh, he doesn't look great, <laughs> honestly, after uh, a couple of goblin well-placed shots and uh, uh, Wynn and Kaz beating him up. Uh, it looks like he's, yep, surrounded. <laughs> hmm. But that's one of the most dangerous. Yeah, I'm trying to decide whether I should start a summon or if that's going to be a waste of a spell. Anyone want to weigh in or? Uh, no. I would not. I, I would not use a summon here. All right. I am going to use my laser pistol just for kicks. Let's do a full attack. Oh, okay. Ooh, all right. Oh, look at Tamara. <laughs> Feeling confident in her bridges. Yeah, she's probably going to fail. Yeah. But yeah. Yeah. You got a little plus one for Kim. Yeah. Uh, get him his gun. That's yeah, that's yeah. going to not work. That That's a seven. <laughs> Four on the dice. So you hit the desk. <laughs> It's a little better. That's a 16. Uh, 16 against EAC is still a miss with the desk oh. in the way. Oh, stupid yeah. desk. But I'm tall. I'm like holding the pistol way up above my head. <laughs> <laughs> There's a lot of action going on there behind that desk. Um, they are in a good bit of cover. Bomb of the turn order, Nikiti. We're back to you. All right. Idris is in a good position. Uh, Nikithi sees a possible flanking with Kaz, so he's going to have Idris take advantage of it. Idris is going to kind of move five feet. She's now in between the wall and the desk, flanking with Kaz. I'm just going through these cards, these crit cards, and I wish I had chose my my critical hit uh, or whatever. The card right underneath mine was uh, summon to serve, summon a, a, a random elemental <laughs> God, uh, from the Lord. alien archive. That water elemental is coming back into the fight if, oh, if I had my way. All right, which what, what you got? Let's let's get that roll off. I've got a claw attack. And if we're going to add flanking to the end of this attack, mm-hmm. making it a big miss. Against KAC? Yep. I rolled a nine on the dice, 15 altogether. Mm-hmm. I'll talk to you next turn. That is a miss. I'm so sorry. Uh, turn three, bum fuzzle, back to you. This desk will not. <laughs> I'm going to. I am going to defeat this desk <clears throat> right here. You ready? I swear to God. Die laughing. Oh, thank yes. yes. oh. oh. <laughs> I thought it landed on that one. I was like, oh, man. <laughs> Uh, no, no, you did super well. 19 on the dice. Ooh. Desks, my only weakness. I jump up 
and I say, surprise, Sarge! And I charge in. And I, 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 I knew you were there all the time. I use my vocal modulator and I'm like, it's me, Sarge. I'm, I'm Condor. Get it? I was Condor the whole time. Wait, I, I recognize that voice. <laughs> <laughs> you probably do. That's uh, only a 19 on the engineering check. Ooh, that's not enough. That's a fail. Okay. Uh, I'm going to swipe with my survival knife. Uh, that's a 19 on the attack. Hey, that's a hit. For two points of damage. Ooh. <laughs> All right. Uh, yeah, as you guys are coming up and uh, after that crit goes off, uh, Master Arms, Olaharo's like taunting you in common. It's like, oh, and when I kill you, Sharu will promote me with citation and you will all be mounted on my starship galley. Uh, especially you, bear. <laughs> Kaz, is your turn to shut him up. What you want to do? Kaz will make two attacks. The first, Entropic oh. Strike. That is a 20-22 to hit. Oh, that is a hit. <laughs> For four damage. Okay. All right. Still up, but not looking too good. And a natural. Oh, no. No. Oh, no. Oh, no, Drew. Oh, oh no, Drew. And, oh. Andrew, you are out of the rerolls that, that we we hear so much about. Oh, no. Um, I mean, this seems like a pretty good time. You guys have mostly used your rerolls. I think I'm going to use my GM Fiat this book and just <laughs> make a critical fail. What do you think about that? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Drew has left the chat. <laughs> I wasn't oh. even listening. I'm just d- depressed. It's depressing <laughs> right now. Aww. You're about to be more depressed. The last time I got critted, I ran away and got made fun of. And this time I stuck <laughs> around and here's what hey, nobody's making fun of you. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> um, so you're, you're in Stropic striking here. What kind of damage would you have been doing? Non-lethal. <laughs> <laughs> That's not a damage type. I'm going to say acid. That sounds. This is going to be disgusting. And Drew, for the record, off the record, I this sucks, but I'm probably going to laugh at you on air for the content, man. For Drew, the content. I'm not going to laugh at you on air, and I think it was dope for you to keep charging in, even oh. when, even when you were like in danger and to, like, a, commit to the attack. I think. Oh that yeah, was that was that was a really tank thing to do. Yeah. You have, you have you have soaked up more damage than like Nikithi has health like three times over. <laughs> yeah, I think I've picked absolutely the worst card. I'm not sure. It's pretty bad. I can't, I can't imagine there being a much worse one. <sighs> just remember, Drew. Any appendages lost, Nikithi can just build you a new one. Uh, so the the critical fail. Uh, it's one of the first times we've used a card critical fail. I love it. From the new critical fumble deck. Wait, what? No, it's sorry. What? Wait? <laughs> you are confused for 1d3 rounds. Oh, I got confused. That's not good. Just, just a single turn. Yeah. Uh, confused, yeah. If, 
it could be bad. We'll get to that on on your turn, if uh, if indeed we get there. But I also picked a card that has an extreme blow acid on it, so we're gonna do that too. Um, this one is called Burning Sensation. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> um, uh, you take weapon damage, so I'm guessing just damage from from your strike in acid. So uh, you rolled a two here on this failure. Let's use that. So two points of of damage as basically you're hitting yourself. And oh, you also move two steps down the Wisdom Poison track. Until- oh. What? Until what? Yeah. I'm sorry. Until what? Until healed. <laughs> Until you heal up from poison. And the first step on the poison track is weakened. The second is impaired. Uh, minus two to affected checks, wisdom checks. Um, uh, not not a ton of bad stuff. It's really bad if you're a spellcaster who uses wisdom. Yeah. But uh, in addition to that, yeah, minus two to will saves, wisdom base checks, skill checks. It's actually not that bad. I thought it was going to be worse as a poison, but it doesn't get worse. Um, you just have to, to wait until those are healed. Um, that's that's the critical failure. And, oh, it is back to Master at Arms Olaraha's turn. Do I take any damage for that? Uh, no, just the two damage that from hitting yourself. Oh. Um, uh, uh, I'm going to use Mitigate. And uh, take no damage. That that's fine. That's probably good. Use. <laughs> not hurting yourself. I have extra entropy points thanks to, to everything that's <laughs> happened so far. So yeah. <laughs> um, Olaraha is going to indeed pull what looks like a dueling sword out. In addition to this, uh, I, mean, uh, <laughs> I think they're they're dropping this pistol because <laughs> I don't think I'm going to provoke three attacks of opportunity. Olaraha sees Kaz behind them looking pretty out of sorts. And so I think we're, we're going to throw one into Bumfuzzle or Win. Let's see. Oh, yeah. Going right for Bumfuzzle. Who? No! Indeed. <laughs> you've, done, you've done like 15 points of damage on him. <laughs> help! Help! Did you want to attack? Yeah. Okay. Okay. 13 on the dice. That is a hit, I believe. And with the dueling sword is a, a d6. Oh, come on. Max damage, 10 points of uh, slashing damage. Bumfuzzle's still okay. Well, I'm still awake. <laughs> so there's that. Uh, that is, that's their entire turn. They got a melee weapon out now. When we're on to you. All right. Um, I, I assume I am flanking with somebody in this dog pile of of creatures. Unfortunately, you're you're not where you're standing. If you move behind Itis, um, you, you'd be flanking with Kaz. You got to be on the exact opposite side. Oh, okay. I, I you're guess kind of at an angle right now. Yeah. Okay. That, I guess that makes sense considering where Kaz is. Um, well, I'm gonna I'm gonna definitely gonna use get him. Okay, that's a move action. And uh, whale well, again with my junk sensor. Well, pong. Nice. That's a 21 to hit. Look at that. For uh, six points of damage. So that is obviously a hit. And that is enough. You brain him. Yeah. <laughs> Looking around. <laughs> and indeed. What happens when you're going to kill me? <laughs> uh, that's great. Uh, Kaz is still confused. And we're going to let that that roll through. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Unpuzzled cheers and goes to give uh, Kaz a high five. And we'll see how this goes. <laughs> 
<laughs> um, can you roll a d100 for me, Drew? So, for uh, the listeners that maybe not know what Confused does... Mm. It, it can do a number of things. <laughs> so I, I roll a d100, and if I roll between a 1 and 25, I act normally. If I do mm. a 26 through 50, I do nothing but babble. 51 through 75 is ideal 1d8 plus strength mod damage to self. And then at 76 to 100, I attack the nearest creature. It's so crazy because 1d8 uh, plus strength is 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 great. It's a lot at uh, low levels here. But yeah, attacking your friends is obviously why I chose this. <laughs> like, yes, please. Uh, potentially three rounds of it, but. Just the one round. Drew, you rolled pretty well on some D100s back in the command center. Is that going to hold out right now? Let's see. Oh, boy. Oh, oh, but now you want low numbers. Oh, 61. Uh, 1D8 plus strength mod damage to... Stop self. hitting yourself. Boo. I wanted, I wanted you to attack Bob. Uh, <laughs> you would have killed me. Roll that D8. I wonder how much HP Cass uh, has left. Oh, that's just a one. It's just a one. Oh, it's just a one because my strength mod is zero. Oh, thank Okay, God. okay. So the situation here is that Bumfuzzle tries to give him a high five and he slaps himself <laughs> in the face. <laughs> oh, goodness gracious. Uh, uh, I, I'm assuming while, while Wynn's celebrating, the desk just finally crumbles. Oh, no, it's gone you guys <laughs> this desk was worth so much uh money this is like most of the credits you get in this ap and it's what are we like movers and repo man we're not gonna move out a desk it really tied the room together as well um no we are we are out of combat congratulations uh you guys um what do you want to do rest <laughs> uh uh eat, I, eat, eat the sergeant well, while while he is resting, I will take the uh, you know whatever the the data pad or the command key off of Olaraha, and I am I, or or hack into his computer, whichever needs to be. But we we're, I want to get those doors open and get out of here. I'm also hey. taking ten minute rest. Uh, yeah, I mean, if you guys are taking ten minute rest, then it's that's a good amount of time. The um, uh, computer console behind the desk looks like it was logged in. Uh, no need to hack into it. Looks like they, um, the master at arms had been logged in when you when you came in. Uh, uh, can we well, can we change that to a his password was left on a post-it note next to the computer? <laughs> uh, I'm I'm just gonna sit in the in the spinny chair and uh, start looking at the computer and reading. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, if you guys want to spend ten in this room, it does indeed seem like there are on the on this computer a a number of communications that seem to be. Uh, you see a lot between Olahara and uh, Lieutenant Sharu, as well as some but seem like pretty old ones uh, from from other players. But yeah, tons of communications. Uh, you, you gather indeed that he is kind of the second command, uh, Lieutenant Sharu, uh, who he used the pronoun her uh, and she and some other messages indeed seems to be in charge of of the, the occupation force. Um, but yeah, the, the, they are in uh, part of two different branches of the Islanti armed forces here. They seem to be working together on the Condis. Um, it seems like they were sent by someone or something uh, named... Uh, Sardot Zolan Ulavestra, 
and you gather they they came here aboard a ship called the Barazad uh, to investigate some kind of ancient Aeon stone technology. Um, has anybody got uh, culture? Give me a roll for as you're reading through some of these messages, playing something loud. Oh boy, yeah. Um, Kaz, natural twenty on the culture check. You know, Sardat is not a name. Uh, Sardat is a title. It's kind of like a form of Islanti noble, uh, a patrician name, like the Sardat. Uh, so this Zolan Ulavestra supposedly is someone of. Uh, great import. Uh, you, you read through some more letters. It seems that the Barazad is is resupplying and mapping the rest of the star system and is due to return soon to Nakondis. And from the 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 these missives, the Barazad is what dropped off the attaché of IVSC troops. And they were surprised when they found the colony. They weren't really prepared, but they they took it over and uh, brought it into the Islanti Empire. There is indeed a full letter from uh, this uh, the Sardat to Lieutenant Sharu. Um, let's see. I, I will. Uh, does anybody want to read it? I can read it. Okay. All right. So Talara is looking over whose shoulder? Bumfuzzle is he on the computer? Yeah. All right. The last readings from the beacon seem to indicate that we might have finally found the site of the crash landing of the Royal Venture. My historians in the capital say that the vessel was the personal prototype of a very wealthy Aslanti noble, one whom I am said to draw my own lineage from. I thereby claim ancestral rights over the vessel and swear you both to its secrecy and discretion. If our records are correct, it holds an ancient rune drive, a device that the old Aslanti used to travel across the stars before the advent of the drift and without the meddling of other systems or demigods. I need you both to secure this site and return the device to our dis- to our scientists for further study. If we are able to pull this off, this will not just be an extremely rewarding and valuable mission for House Ulavestra, but this will help propel the Star Empire into every dark corner of this piteous universe. Gotta hate the Aslanti. Bum, bum, bum. What jerks. Uh, yeah, the, the final messages here look like they are between Olahara and Sharu, and indeed say, you know, they've been interrogating, quote-unquote, the android, and have had it revealed to them the location of the Royal Venture. It seems like Lieutenant Sharu was taking uh, her and a small team to retrieve the device. They mention uh, a transport vessel called the, the Silver Needle that was going to transport this this rune drive further inside the Islanti Star Empire. So sorry, they they went to go get the rune drive. The rune drive, yeah, it seems to be here on the Candace in some kind of crash site. Did somebody mention something about a crash site earlier? Yes. So back when back when we were first kind of investigating the Condis and the goings on, I think it was oh, I think it was Jellic's ex wife um, mentioned that there that there was this there was this crash site and that the Islanti seemed to be mostly interested in it but this is the okay. first time that we, this is the first time that we've heard the name of the ship the Royal Venture um, and we didn't know why the Islanti were interested in it which appears to be because of this room drive okay mm-hmm. uh, yeah so you guys can take a, a 10 minute rest uh, up in here um what else you want to do? We have um, several blacked out rooms that I feel like we need to explore in this space. 
Uh, no, I feel like we need to get out of here. <laughs> yeah, we need to open the gate to the to the to the brig, right? Uh, yeah, you, you can access the commands from Olaraha's computer. He uh, um, just has like a, a simple switch inside his system that deactivates the, the bars. Yeah, Talara would be like, hey, Bumfuzzle, enough dilly-dallying. Open these bars. All right, Bumfuzzle limps over to the... <laughs> to the uh, <laughs> With a with a with a twisted ankle and like a like a big gnarly scratch cut over one eye and it was like ah sure might, and uh, might I suggest caution as we escort these these former prisoners out of this the barracks there are rooms we did not clear and I am worried that we are going to get ambushed by whatever remaining Islanti troops are could still be in the facility ah uh, yeah ca- caution of course but speed most of all. Mm. <laughs> Let's see here as you get back and, and, and free everyone. They're, you know, cheering. Some of them are, like, asking you questions about the other colonists. But uh, Madelon Kissy, the, the mayor, comes up and uh, uh, he'll, he'll shake uh, little Bumfuzzle's hand as, uh, as you undo the, the, the gates and uh, kind of clap Kaz on the back. And it's like, thank you. Thank you so much. You all have, have done a, a great job here. Let us... Let us away. We, we, we need to, to get to safety and, and and get with the other colonists. There would not happen to be any mystics among your company, would there? I am indeed a priest of, of Abadar. <laughs> Why do you mention that? Could you perchance heal our ru- wounds quickly before we move too much further? Of course. If you have credits, I will gladly heal your wounds. <laughs> <laughs> right, yeah, of Abadar. <laughs> <laughs> Like, what's in it for me, though? <laughs> uh, your freedom? We already let him out, so sadly. <laughs> well, we can yeah. ship back in. <laughs> that's, not a, that's not a bargaining ship anymore. I won't eat you. <laughs> Roll <right>. for initiative. <laughs> the one where the gang kills the mayor. Yeah. <laughs> I'm ready to roll intimidate. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> Looks around like, well, gang, no survivors, right? (laughs) (laughs) We come back out, we're like, ah, they killed all the hostages before we didn't even. Oh, no! (laughs) What a shame that was! Uh, Yeah, so as you guys are all, I guess you're, you're running out the, um, the garrison the way you came in through the front door. Yeah. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Tilaro um, will lead the way. One of one of the, the colonists is like, uh, should we pick up these weapons and and uh, and get the, the weapons that they confiscated here? Yes, if yes. we will not have a chance to come back. Grab anything not nailed down. Uh, after hearing that, Idis grabs the body of Olaraha and is dragging it behind him. Behind her. <laughs> Uh, and Nikithi sees this and he thinks to correct her, but she's so darn cute. He doesn't. She's just dragging the body with her. <laughs> well, uh, when when's going to stop the mayor and I basically just kind of take him aside. Like, There's one important thing that you should know. Oh, what, what's that? To be continued. Oh, jeez. Oh. <laughs> That's the end of the episode. I can't. I'm, my hands are tied, guys. <laughs> Smile. <laughs> say. We, we are no longer allowed to discuss the episode, its contents, or Stop. anything that has happened. Stop. Tyler. It's the end of it. <laughs>
That is, oh boy, that's that's a couple fights there. Escaping outside the garrison. We will talk about what happens next week. We come back and face the consequences of uh, Tyler's (laughs) Nikithi sent a message uh, to to the the leader and and figure out where indeed uh, Sedona has has gone off to. Oh boy, uh, following my streak, no no combat without a crit. Gotta have one. Patrick, who it's allowed ridiculous. you to roll so many procking crits this season? <laughs> oh good, it's I've ridiculous. made a dark deal with the Devourer. <laughs> he, he has rolled five critical hits, meaning that he has, out, he has rolled more than everyone else combined. Mm, uh, and yeah, that's just, that's just gross. Good, good, good. Yeah, I'm not a fan uh, of that. Oh, all. but you've you've got your your mitigator now with. Uh, oh my goodness, yes. With Talara. Yeah, that was that was a pretty dope lifesaver move there. Yeah. <laughs> Could you imagine? Oh, thank you. Only for my husband. I, I'm kidding. Yeah. I'll I'll use it on all of you. <laughs> <laughs> I take back every nice thing I just said about Rebecca. Thanks. Oh. I mean, Let's see if I ever craft you anything. Yeah. It was because that would have been. 8d6. Oh, yeah. Well, no. If, plus, if, if plus. the regular crit had gone through, that would have been like 28 points of damage. Yeah, yeah. yeah Kaz would have been yeah. dead. Kaz would have oh, been yeah. just <laughs> flat out <laughs> dead. Flat yeah. out dead. Dead, dead. Not coming back. Yeah. Worth yeah. the RP. By the way, did we get any XP this episode? Eh, you got some, but not oh. yet to level three. We've, uh, I bet not. This episode alone, um, that was two uh, CR three encounters, which, uh, if memory serves, are uh, I think eight hundred XP, sixteen hundred altogether. <clears throat> so four hundred um, for each of us. Four hundred for each. Yes, 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 yes. So uh, c- close, but we still got oh, we still got a lot of book one. Um, and we'll get back to it next week, episode 85. Uh, thank you guys for playing with me. Thank you, thank Patrick. Thank you. As always. And uh, we'll, we'll see you next episode. Have a great night. You too. Night. Have a good night. Night, everybody. Night, everybody.